0: think it had to be one or the other i could do both if i wanted to but the truth was i preferred reading over everything else he continued i don't know what i'll do without you but i can't wait to find out he forced a smile and placing his varnish-stained hands flat on my desk leaned forward ach You'll probably just start another business. I opened the manila file on my desk. Your latest is taking off like a bee in a bonnet. I hoped to distract him from his favorite topic, getting me married. Instead, he leaned closer. What are you reading? Oh, just something I picked up from the bookmobile. He put out his hand. My face warmed, but he was my dot. I slid my chair back a little, raising the book, and then handed it to him. He read the title aloud. Rural Country Medicine. A puzzled look crossed his face. He held the book up. Why this? I'm interested, that's all. I wasn't going to tell him. I hoped to write an article, or maybe even a book someday, on first aid for people who lived in rural areas. He put the book on the edge of my desk. Kate? His voice sounded desperate. My businesses are good, yeah? They support our family, employ our people, and allow us to give to God's work. But they mean nothing. He stopped took his handkerchief out of his back pocket and wiped his forehead even though it was a cool spring day what i want most is a house full of grandchildren i nodded betsy will give you that i'm sure betsy at age 17 had already joined the church saying she had no desire to go on a rumspringa a running around time she's eager to settle down he shook his head and leaned against my desk Oh no, she is, I said. Every Amish boy who had met her dreamed of courting her. No Amish boy had ever wanted to genuinely court me. She may be wanting to have a home of her own, he said, but that's not what I'm referring to. I want you to stop living your life through these books. I want you to marry and have children, yeah? I tried to make a joke of it. You're that ready to get rid of me? But my voice fell flat. I knew he had wanted me to marry for the last four years. Your mother and I were parents by the time we were your age. His voice wavered. I want you to be happy. I am happy to be keeping your accounts. For both his cabinet and his consulting businesses. And seeing that Betsy's raised which wouldn't be accomplished until her wedding day. And after she marries, I'll take over running the house. Which I kept failing at, miserably. I much preferred reading and writing to cooking and cleaning. Speaking of, he stood up straight. Isn't it your turn to cook supper? He had implemented a new edict to re-domesticate me. Ugh, is it? I'd totally forgotten. He nodded. We usually ate by five, only half an hour away. I had no idea what I would fix. I used to handle the household chores, although never with a plum. But once Betsy was old enough, she eagerly took over. Over the years, I'd forgotten everything I used to know. Maybe you should start reading recipe books, he said. Maybe. I stood and picked up rural country medicine. I'd finish it when I went to bed. Dot stepped back to the doorway. Could you at least go to the singing and, he coughed a little, try to be kind? I raised my eyebrows. Betsy tells me you're not very. None of those boys are nice to me, if you recall. I stared up into his face. None of them want to court me. The sooner you get used to it, the better. Ugh, Kate. Stop being dramatic. There's a man out there who's meant to be your husband.